You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Do this is together. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for the good content. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Is this thing on? Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my buddies, Kev Hug and Duggan. How are you feeling, Adam? I, better now that I can see you, buddy. This is uh, the yeah. dynamic that was missing from the last episode. Do you want to know how I'm feeling? How are you feeling? I'm feeling Van Noyce right now. Ooh. Oh, oh nice. locked that and loaded. Boom! But let's not forget Kyle the Coach Duggan. What's up, guys? Yeah, it's Kevin. How did you get better Wi-Fi out of nowhere, huh? I how literally went happen? to the IT guy <laughs> Did you go full Karen? And I was and... like, guess what? There's people that want to see me. So I need you to plug some internet into my, oh my God. room. No, I didn't do that. But he, the guy, now, IT guy came up and gave me a hard line. And, and now, now the country of Romania hates you. Pretty much. The guy the guy literally will not make eye contact with me when I go downstairs. Wow. Okay. Well, it's uh, awkward in Romania, but not here at the Charger <laughs> Chat, folks. Uh, obviously, lots to talk about. As many of you have pointed out, uh, shit tends to come out like right after we put an episode like, yeah, out or right after we record. And so we don't necessarily get a chance to talk about it, but we're doing it today. We're catching up today. Uh, obviously, lots of news to talk about. We've got a very special fan focus and a Bolt Insight with yet again another Charger player. Who is it going to be? You're going to have to stick around and find out because it's oh pretty special. I see. It's uh, probably on the picture that we put up. It's probably on the <laughs> thumbnail. So if you you're know, good with, you know us so well. <laughs> if you're good with faces, you'll know on, Take a look. right off the yeah. bat. But uh, if not, then you got to stick around and find out. But let's start things off with news. Uh, this came out. The jersey numbers for the Chargers draft class have been solidified. Uh, Zion Johnson coming in at number 77. Solid number. Strong. It's a great number. I like Strong it. Strong number. Uh, JT Woods, 22. Isaiah Spiller, 28. Uh, Tito Abonia, 93. Jamari Salyer, 68. Jasir Taylor, 36. Dion Leonard, 33. Kind of surprising. 
Yeah, dude, that's some big shoes there, Dion. Yeah, yeah. bro. Stepping it's going to be weird seeing 33 running around and you're like, but oh, okay. I'm going to have to get used to that for yeah, sure. For sure. And then Xander Horvath coming in at number 45. So anybody looking to get some jerseys, you now have numbers. Or if you had previous jerseys and you just want to put some duct tape over the name and do a new thing. <laughs> yeah, for all those you Justin easily Jackson have fans out there, you got a yeah. new jersey. That's true. That is true. You so. got a new jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and for all those Melvin, was it? No, Melvin Gordon was 25. I thought he was 28. That would have been easy. He started at 28. And Maybe then he the got 25. OG Gordon fans, right. you now have a, a jersey you can make legitimate. You can now put Spiller whining. on there. Stop yeah. whining. Stop whining. Um, all right, and then we didn't get a chance to talk about it. We picked up not one, but two players. And the first one was former Bronco defensive back. Uh, I forget his first name. Is it Bryce or John Callahan? Bryce. Bryce. Bryce Callahan, um, which was awesome to see. I, you know, kind of a not a huge signing that we were expecting, but, you know, still seeing Staley just collecting defensive backs like infinity stones yep. in his gauntlet he is just ready <laughs> catch them all. he's gonna snap his fingers and the entire afc west is gonna disappear <laughs> yeah um but the but the bigger name that came out that which was just crazy close to our hearts really very close to our hearts and one I that cannot we, we kind of talked about a little bit we kind of <laughs> said well maybe this could happen i don't know kyle van noy former patriots super bowl can you know winner kyle van yeah. noy former signs I'll, with the chargers Former McQueen state champion. Uh, even Kyle further back, yes. Annoy. Kyle, Kyle, tell. Do tell. Yeah. Kyle, so talk I, about Kyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle and Kyle. <laughs> so I, I, I've mentioned it a lot. It's kind of like my claim to fame, knowing someone in the NFL. Right. Um, but yeah, so I, my senior year of high school, I moved to Reno, Nevada, and I played for McQueen High School. Um, and that's where Kyle, that's where Kyle's from. Kyle's from Reno. Um, okay. He was, he was close family friends with... Um, my buddy that already lived up there. And so he was one of the only guys that I had met before I moved up there to play football. Wow. Um, but Kyle, obviously he's in the NFL. He's in the NFL for uh, how old am nine, I? 30, nine years. Almost 10 years. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, absolute stud. But he, he played wide receiver as well as outside linebacker. And mm. he was like an all-state wide. If we didn't run a wing T offense, because this was back in 2008, he would have been an all-state wide receiver as well as an all-state out, outside linebacker. Um, but I have one fun story. Ooh, um, so here we go. So yes. there was there was two guys. There was two guys on our team that were they were both. Well, there was we had a five D one athletes, but Kyle Kyle was undecided on where he was going to go. He ended up going to BYU, and then Ty York was our. Those were like our two big gigantic name players on our team. Yeah. Ty ended up going to Cal, and he was an insane running back. But Kyle was like the bigger guy. He was he played outside linebacker for us. Um, and I remember I I showed up and coach had been talking me up that I was transferring up there. They're like, oh, we got this kid from San Diego. Um, he he's a two-year varsity player already. He's gonna come up and fill the spot of a guy that had left the year before. Um, and and then when I got there, everyone like looked kind of disappointed. <laughs> like <laughs> they, they were expect they were expecting a lot more than what they got when I showed up. With no pads on, <laughs> um, so That's I so I, funny. I vividly remember the first day of pads in my head, thinking I have to cut in line to match up with Kyle. Like I have, I have to set the tone right away so people understand that I actually can play this game. Oh shit! Um, because the my <laughs> the only thing that I had is I played 
I played tackle football since I was like five years, six, seven years old, however uh-huh. the youngest you can be. And so I, I get hit. And so I was like, all right, well, I just got to set the tone. So the first day of hitting two days, we started this drill like where prison, it was like, I got to set the tone. I got to <laughs> shake the biggest guy. It, it, that's what down. it is. I had to go after the biggest guy and try to punch him in the mouth. That's, that's what happened. And so the very first hitting drill, oh my God. I was not like, you just kind of get in two lines. And I had to like cut two or three people. And they're like, what is this new guy doing cutting? But I cut in line <laughs> so I could make sure that I paired up with Kyle. Oh my God. And so on the very first drill, I went and we thudded pretty good. <laughs> and I don't, I don't, and he was definitely wasn't ready for it yet. Um, and that was like my, okay, welcome to McQueen football, set the tone. <laughs> that was the, that was the first stepping stone to er- earning my starting spot. Oh my year. God. Wow. Yeah. yeah it was awesome. really, Kyle's a really, really cool dude. He's, I've kept in touch with him a lot. I've, I've, I've seen him a couple of times. Obviously, he lived on the East Coast ever right. since graduating. Playing in the National um, Football League. <laughs> yeah, but I went to went to a wedding together and I got to talk to him and hang out. And yeah, he's an awesome dude. He's got a young family as well. Um, I, I DM'd him right away when he, when, he got the, when he signed the contract. And I was like, he was like, hey, Doug's excited to get dinner one night. Dugs. Can't wait to see him. So yeah, I'm a, it, it's, it's so cool having... Not all like obviously I love the Chargers. No, I don't even know any of these guys. Right. Yeah. But this guy is like a friend of mine that I get to go and cheer on every Sunday. I, I can't wait. We yeah. got to get some Van Noy jerseys for sure. Oh, done. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Well, yeah. does <laughs> if you're of the type of people that believe in like superstitious kind of stuff, do you think this, you know, you having such a deep connection with this, is this like a sign to is this you? This the year. Is this the is year, this dude? The year. Do you feel yeah, it? We're gonna win the Super Bowl and I'm gonna get invited to all the parties. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we'll be your plus two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Plus okay, two, cool. please. We'll just take yeah. it outside and like wave at you through the window while you're hanging out with Kyle Van <laughs> I'll for sure get a plus reminiscing two. Yeah, about yeah. state championships and <laughs> but it's funny because Adam and I were there watching we you were. win that championship. So, we were. You guys did hey, come and see. Supporters sure. from the beginning. We painted faces and beards. So mean. we did our part. <laughs> You had a beard at like I had 19, a beard. Yes, 20, absolutely. Whatever we were. <laughs> um, all right. So a little more info on uh, Kyle Van Noy. Van Noy was originally a second round selection by the Detroit Lions in 2014. I didn't even remember that. Uh, yeah. Playing two and a half seasons in the Motor City. Motor City. Before being traded to the Patriots, he appeared in three straight Super Bowls from 2016 to 2018 seasons with the Patriots. So yet again, Chargers getting a, a versatile player, a, a winning yep. player, a guy that's the been to the winner. Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just went And bringing that kind of mentality. Um, Haley uh, Elwoods, uh, the team reporter for the Chargers, sat down and asked Kyle Van Noy, what made you want to be a Charger? And if his first words weren't because... Of Kyle, the coach Duggan, I'm going to be shocked. Um, <laughs> Me too. He said, as crazy as it is, I think it's just the impact that this team has. The future, the right now. I'm really excited and I feel like I can bring a little bit of juice to the table. I have a championship mentality. I know what it takes and I want to be a part of something special. And they have something special here. Coach Staley's done a great job. He's got great players here. They're a family-oriented organization and I'm excited to be a part of it. Saying all the right things, dude. Yeah, and everything that I've heard, all of his interviews, even when he went on Pat McAfee, all the stuff that he's done so far, it's like he's so excited to be a Charger. Yeah, which that's what you want. You want these guys that are ready to buy in. They're not just here to get the paycheck. Uh, His contract got announced today, and it's nothing like backbreaking as far as the salary cap. I think he got seven hundred fifty. Yeah, he got seven fifty signing bonus and one point five as his like as his salary Mm -hmm. this year. 
He's getting paid 2.2. You're getting a guy that's won multiple Super Bowls, has been in the league for nine years, and played 75% of the snaps last year for the Patriots. So the guy, the guy just played. Like I, I don't trying to think back of following his NFL career. I don't remember a significant time he's ever missed with injury. Um, the guy's just always there. Yeah, he hasn't. I was looking this up. Somebody posted. Actually, I want to shout out uh, RiversLake.org with our boy, Mr. Snappy, uh, Senior Snappy. He wrote a really awesome article on it and did a deep dive on Van Noy. And he said, basically, he's played every season he's been on the team. He's might have had a couple games off for injury, but he's never missed an entire season. Mm. So, And we're not having him come in to be like, hey, you have to start. We need all the production out of you. You can come in behind and fill and be fresh and kick some ass yeah. yeah and the guy is like a weird dynamic different player and that obviously fits what staley wants to do right he was trying to bring in these guys that are kind of swiss army knives that play multiple positions whether it be you play inside or you play on the outside as a corner you play strong safety free safety you could play down in the box um cleo mack and joey bosa definitely edge rushers but can play inside and then you have kyle vanoy who is an edge rusher for sure but I think the I think most of his the greatness that is Kyle Vanoy is his instinct. Mm-hmm. It's like he he's just a he's just a baller. Like you game when once that game starts, the guy just finds the ball. There's some people like that. Like you can have the measurables, that's great. Like you can have the the check marks of oh, I'm I'm this big, this strong, this fast. Kyle just finds the ball. It, it, he did it ever since I played with him in high school, and he always does. He's always around the ball somehow. So um, and yeah, his, I think his pass rush from the middle is just as good. The way that he can anticipate and time up the snap and manipulate uh, interior offensive linemen, I think that's what I'm most excited about. This team just Cause keeps... Drew Tranquil, because Drew Tranquil is great at that too. He, him blitzing from the middle, we saw it last year. He's incredible. Kenneth Murray, we haven't seen much of anything as far as a pass rush out of him. Uh, but if you put Drew and Kyle on the field on third down situations, man, that's you don't know who's coming or you bring them both and. There's, there's a, he's just a whole other piece that's so versatile um, that we got at a, a bargain for the kind of player that Kyle is. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the last time we had this stacked of a defense, like on multiple, like it's not just starting, like back, guys backing up right. the depth we have on this team yeah. right now. Well, that's what's that's so yeah, crazy. That's what's crazy about these last two signings with Bryce and Kyle. It's like those are the kind of signing, like signings that you need to have to have that depth, right? Like, you're going to have to have young guys that step up. Yeah, but you also need to be able to sign these vets that have been in the league a while that are needing something fresh, a new opportunity, and they're not going to break the bank. And they're all they're on one-year deals. And so uh, I think that's what's kind of been felt different as of late here for the Chargers in this roster. Absolutely. Um, and then there was one more quote on the interview. Uh, he said, I'm just happy with the opportunity to keep playing going into year nine. Uh, I don't take it for granted having a long conversation with Coach Staley was really impactful in making my decision to come here. So Staley is literally the ultimate fisherman. Yeah. He's Staley we trust. He's Staley troll, we trust. He's what is it? He's uh what is it when you throw at the behind the boat all the blood and you, all the all the chumming the water. Chumming, chumming, chumming the he's water. been yeah. chumming the NFL waters all <laughs> off season. And now, and now, they're now just he's just fighting hook line just, and sinker. He can't yeah. he just they have to keep handing him reels to just keep pulling them in. It's just <laughs> unreal. They, they, they go out there chum. with the nets. They're just he's just throwing them <laughs> just in. Just throwing them the into the boat, man. Yeah. <sighs> no, crazy. It, it, Staley is every time he gets interviewed, no matter what it's on, he was just on like the Rich Eisen show and Every time he talks, all of his answers are completely well thought out. He's yeah. not, he, he, you never catch him going like, hmm, 
Hmm, give me a second. Let me think about it. He's always just boom. I've got an mm, answer for you. Cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers. Um, With coach, maybe different. He always team. has an answer, and it's always like inspiring. Like you could take whatever Staley says, put it on one of those motivational posters, and it will yeah. fit in with like everything that with a cat <laughs> hanging off a tree. Yeah, hang in there, baby. Like that's all. It, <laughs> hang in there. Baby. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just it's a really he's such a motivational dude, and I think he's getting all the right guys. Obviously, we knew this defense was going to be completely different going into this season, and so far, but man, is it? It is oh, an overhaul. We? Like this never would have way more than we expected. Yeah, for no. sure. And way. honestly, like, I don't think there's anybody that we're hanging on to going like, man, we still got to take care of this guy. It's like, no, like the defense, like there's studs at every position, every, yep. every position. So it, it's going to be really exciting to see um, what Staley, you know, it, it's, it all looks good on paper, right? Like we, the names that we have, but until obviously we see them go out there, are we really going to realize like, holy shit, like. Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, Drew Tranquil, Kyle Van Noy, Derwin James, Asante Samuel Jr., J.C. Jackson, they're all out there on the field at the same time. Like, that's that's what's going to be wild. It's like at the same time. It's not like, yeah. oh. It's, it's, I'm ready for this first week. Find out who our first team we're going to play is because they have no idea what's coming. They're, they're not going to so be able screwed. to scheme. They're not going to be able to plan. They're not going to be able to know what's going to hit them. <sighs> I can't and wait. It's, and it's another whole year for these other guys that are coming back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just saw Asante Samuel said in a in an interview, he's like, Oh, it's night and day difference, my comfortability with this with the defense. Good. It's night and day. Like I I can now start getting away from the surface level questions that I just didn't know where to line up. So now like what are we trying to do here? What's the dot? Like where are we getting at? So we 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 talk about the guys that are coming in and yeah, they're huge additions. But at the same time, the guys that we have a whole nother year in this defense, I think it's going to be gigantic. Stronger. Big time. Um, and one thing I want to shout out real quick is very recently on Twitter, um, a, uh, a defensive lineman we are big fans of. Oh, um, yes. We Huge. was on the podcast. We uh, <laughs> got a video, uh, Mr. Braden Fajoko hitting a golf ball. Yeah. Um, and he was wearing a Charger Chat shirt. Oh, um, God. So that just blew my mind. Apparently, if you do send stuff to the facility, they will get it. So <laughs> to, to all you fan letters Good that want to send fan letters, you send it to the facility and probably might make it there. So. Thank you, Brayden, for rocking the Charger Chat swag. So cool. That was really yeah. rad. Thank you. Um, and if you want to get a shirt just like Brayden Fajoko, go on over to ChargerChat.com. transition. Yeah, I know. Right? I, I kind no of underhanded it. it I kind of underhanded soft toss yeah. that to you. That <laughs> was an alley out. <laughs> that was too clean. Uh, too all clean. right. Go to ChargerChat.com if you want to get one of those shirts. Uh, we've also got hoodies and stickers, and you can char chat with other uh, members in the Charger Chat section and also ask questions and ask ball fam. So go check it out. Chargerchat.com. All right. Well, now we've got to go to this interview. I, I'm chomping at the bit to get it to you guys because it is such a good interview. Um, it's one of our newest players, Mr. Jasir Taylor. Let's go. Can't wait. Let's go. Let's go. As soon as that clock starts, your ass mine. When I met Justin Herbert, man, that dude is big as hell. You know, the goal is to just keep it rolling. Well, come in hype because we have a lot of things to be excited about. All right, guys, we are back with another Bolt Insight, and we are super pumped to have Jasir Taylor, our newest Charger. How's it going, Jasir? 
It's going good. Thank you for having me. Oh man, our pleasure. We're just, we're so pumped to have you. We're excited you're a charger and we want to get to know a little bit more about you. So um, let's, let's kind of jump into it. Like, you know, it's been about a week since you got the call, you know, what was the lead up to the draft like for you and, and what did it feel like when you actually got the call? Yeah. Um, lead up to the draft, just training, prepping, hoping, hoping to get a combine invite. When those invites came out, I didn't get one. So, um, tailoring my training just to peak at pro day and make sure I put my best performance out there to, uh, catch some eyes of some scouts. And even before that, I had to go to the East West drawing game, uh, a whole week of just practice and meetings with the scouts and, and the game just to showcase my skills, which I felt like I excelled at and caught a couple people's eyes. And since then my buzz was going up. And then after pro day, I put up some good numbers, had some interviews with teams, went on a visit with the chargers and, and it was draft day and um me and my agent spoke about it i kind of knew if i had a possibility to get my name called it was gonna be on day three and we had a list of teams that were filling me that i think would be able to call my name and it was just a long day sitting there waiting um seeing people get called hoping that i'm up next and every time a corner was called i was cheering because i knew i was moving up and <laughs> the, the chargers called me and it was like a dream come true um i thought i was gonna Every time I envisioned it, like even before the draft and years in college, I always thought I would have tears of joy. Um, but it wasn't like that. Um, I was smiling ear to ear. I was pumped up. I was I was ready to play once I got the call. Oh, that's so awesome, man. And that's an interesting thing you bring up, the idea that like, you know, what's your mindset when you, you know, go into these workouts when you don't have the combine? but you have your pro day and you have these other days. What is the buildup to that day like? I'm sure it's a little stressful because you want to show these coaches, you want to show the league what, what you got. Yeah, it, it's, um, I wouldn't say stressful. It's just when opportunity comes, just make the most of it. Um, I felt like I did that, especially with the Chargers, because after my pro day, I had a private workout with them. Um, I felt really good in drills. And then a week later, they invited me up for a visit and I, I killed the visit. So I felt like a lot of things with the Chargers went the way I planned and I felt like I put my best foot forward with them. So all my hope was for them to call me and it's a perfect situation to be in. Um, we have great guys on the defense, young and um, veterans out there. So it's a lot of knowledge out there for me to learn and become a better player. Well, and that's that's kind of interesting too. Like I did a little little deep dive on your your history and your your play. And in high school, you were a offensive player. And I was looking it up. You had one year where you had 1,300 all-purpose yards and 13 touchdowns. Like, how do you go from being that productive in high school as an offensive player and then you're you're drafted as a defensive back? Like, what's the process? How did you go from that to that? Yeah, so in high school, like, as you said, I was offense. I always thought I was going to be offense at the next level. And um, I got interest from Wake Forest probably late into my senior year, November, December, a couple months before signing day. And the twist was they wanted me to play corner. Um, I had no idea. They see me as a corner and they flew out to a playoff game. And of course, the game that they came to, I caught an inter uh, interception. So nice. I was like, OK, maybe they know something I don't. So um, I just took a leap of faith and decided to just play defense and in a great conference at a great school. And just get better. Um, I was there for five years. Same situation as now. I was there with some older guys, some younger guys, a lot of people to learn from. And I put a lot into my craft and it, and it paid off. Well, yeah. And that's interesting. The fifth year, it was that the COVID, the COVID year. Did you get, is that what you got the extra? So what was it like going back and having an extra year to 
you know, to play college football because that's college football is kind of nothing quite like college football. Yeah, it was, it was great. Um, I played as a true freshman, so after my senior year was over, I thought I was done and taking a next step into the league. And then COVID hit, and they announced the rule where you can have an extra year, and I was just excited because I felt like it was just another year to to be with the guys I came in with, um, try to win a championship at the college level, and just get better film out there. So it was it worked out well. Um, I'm glad I made the most of the opportunity, but it it was a lot um, going back for another year, but it was great. That's cool. And then I wanted to ask, cause you also are a returner. So like when you're, when you're returning, is it you getting like a little piece of that offensive mind that you used to be back in the day? Does it kind of translate there a little bit for you? Yeah. So the story with that, um, when I got to wake, I, I always wanted to return because, you know, offensive minded offensive guy. So I've been begging to get back there all four or five years I was there, but um, I finally got my, my number called my senior year and the first kick I got, I took it back. So it was kind of, Damn, like your first was, your first kick, you took it back? Yeah, my Holy first time shit. on kick return, I took it back. So awesome. uh, I was like, I told you I could do it. Like, I've been waiting. Um, it was just a great moment, and I enjoyed every every bit of being back there. So um, hopefully I get the opportunity to do that at the Chargers, if not um, any other special team I wanted to do. Awesome, man. Well, and I wanted to, we got a quote from coach, like as soon as you were drafted, the Chargers went on and, you know, the um, coach Staley and Tom Telesco would kind of give us some thoughts on who they drafted. And, and coach said uh, about you, he said, he's a two-time captain at Wake Forest. He's played inside and outside. He just feels like he, we just feel like he's a DB we would like to join up with. So to like, go back to like the first part with the two year of a team captain, why do you think coaches and, and organizations look at captains a little differently like what what is it about being a team captain especially for two years um teams want leaders if you have a, a a full roster of leaders who are at another level um it just makes things flow better um walkthroughs practice just setting a standard on the field you don't have to worry about um guys lacking behind because you all have leaders out there good guys so just having that in your background um kind of gives the coaches some security knowing that they can put you out there and trust you and that you'll fit right in with the culture there. Yeah, and the, the the culture has really kind of changed as like, you know, as a charger, it's kind of interesting. It's, it, since Staley showed up, like, I don't know, there's just something different about the locker room, at least from when we hear the, you know, the stories from the inside. So, um, you know, wanted to get your, you know, your thoughts on it. Like this roster, I've been a charger fan for as long as I can remember. I don't remember us having a roster like we're about to have this year. And you're you're very much a part of that. What does it feel like stepping into um, the NFL, but stepping, you know, you're not on a, the, you know, the team picking first. You're, you're stepping into a team that is supposed to do some big things this year. What does that feel like? It's exciting. It's, um, it's a great opportunity just to come in to an organization who's expected to win. Um, that um, raises the bar for a lot of players. There's, like you said, a different uh, sense of urgency, standard. And uh, one of my best friends is a Chargers fan. And, when Staley came around, he's just been preaching about him in the group chat. And then now that I'm a part of the team, I kind of get to see what he was talking about. Um, and then the roster is great offense, a bunch of weapons, great quarterback and defense. We just got a bunch of ballers out there, guys who's taking head off, flying around. It's just fun football out there, like electrifying on offense. And then on defense, we're setting the tone, hitting people, flying around, making plays. So, like, I'm getting excited talking about it. It's a great <laughs> opportunity, but... Um, we may look good on paper, but we got to put it out there each week. So I'm excited. You're getting me excited about it. Um, and then specifically the DB room. Like, I think that 
that be, this become this like strong force of this defense and this team. And it's exciting. Like you're going to have teammates like Derwin, JC, you know, Michael Davis, Asante Samuel Jr. There, there's just a lot of names. Nas Adderley. Like, what is it? What is it going to be like for you stepping into a room like that where there's a lot of proven guys? What's that going to do for your game? Yeah, it's definitely going to take my game to the next level. Um, multiple guys that you name um, are already at great points in their career. So it's just a lot I can take from them being that it's my first year. Um, I'm trying to soak in the knowledge from everybody, from Derwin. Um, we just added Bryce. So him, he's been playing in this system, playing nickel a while. So that's a guy I'm going to try to get around to learn from. And then, of course, JC, he has a lot of interception. He gets around the ball, and he's one of the best corners in the league. So just having those guys in my room to um, mentor me, learn a lot from, is definitely going to take my game to the next level. What's the kind of, you know, from everything we heard last year, Coach Staley's uh, defensive scheme is pretty difficult to like wrap your head around. I don't even know what that means. Like I kind of know the X's and O's of football, but I don't know what that means from what you've heard, from what you've seen, what's the transition going to be like for you stepping into learning this new playbook? Yeah. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be different a lot to learn in a, not a little bit of time. Um, I'm going up there on Wednesday, so I'll be starting to play book then. And then the season is coming. So, um, as long as you perfect your craft, stay in the film room, take great notes and, um, even off the field, once you leave the building, it should be looking over your notes, just watching the film. Like, this is my job now. So um, I'm going to pour everything into it and make sure I learn the playbook. Because once you learn the playbook, you can go out there, play comfortable, fast. You don't have to think too much. And once you get that, I feel like you'll be rolling. Absolutely, man. Well, uh, last question for you. Thank you so much again for your time. This has been so rad uh, getting to know you better. Um, what do you want, you know, everyone listening and watching, what do you want Charger fans to know about about you? Um, first and foremost, I'm excited to meet the whole Charger fan base. Um, I get a lot of love on Twitter and social media from them, so I can't wait to see them at training camp, at the games, and just get to interact with them. But on my side, is just going to get a kid who's coming in to work hard and just try to make this team improve, I'm trying to push for the playoffs, Super Bowl. Um, we want all these goals, and I'm setting them high now. And um, you, you guys are going to get the best out of me each and every week. All right, man. Well, we're pulling for you. We're really excited you're a Charger. And uh, yeah, we can't wait to watch you ball out. Thank you so much. All right, man. Have a good one. You too. Mr. Taylor, welcome. That was awesome. Thank you so much. Yes, for sitting down oh, with dude. Mr. Huggin. Um, yeah. I mean, what an interesting story and mentality, too. Like when he, when he was talking about cheering for corners, getting picked before him, like when, every time he yeah. saw a corner get picked, he's like, yes. Yes, more corners. Get him off the board, like yeah. that, because it just meant that he was getting that much closer Get to getting bumped picked. down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's such an interesting concept. Um, I love, I love the idea that he, you know, was an offensive player in high school and right, didn't really play great. defense, really. You know, and and now he's had four years of playing. You know, five years technically with the COVID year. Sure, yeah. Um, so he's like he's still molding. He's still getting there. So. Um, just like two time captain, like just just his energy, like mm. I, he just feels like he's gonna be a really special player for us. How about how about taking his first kick return back to the house? <laughs> Money, awesome. cash, what? cool, man. Cash that's it. when, as a coach, you just feel like the biggest <laughs> idiot. You just like there's just some times where you miss, you just miss, and they right. miss not having him returning kick. How do you like looking back? It's so logical. This guy's a Wide receiver, stud, 1,300 all-purpose yards, scores all these touchdowns. You recruit him to be a corner. Okay, whatever they saw, that's fine. 
But like, let the guy go return kicks at practice and see yeah, what he put can the do. Balls, put the ball in his hand. Let right. him see he's what he's clearly... still got it. He didn't just forget how to run thirteen hundred yards. <laughs> no, some. Of, yeah, that's <laughs> wait, that's so cool. Wait, so yeah, wait, that'll be fun. Just... <laughs> yeah, it's like is this a bike? Coach. How do I ride this? <laughs> Am I Coach, doing it right? This bike. <laughs> um, yeah, that that. Obviously, we're excited to have you, bud, and uh, and can't wait to yeah. see you hit the field. So pulling for you, and excited for this, this whole secondary. Like yeah. our draft picks, all the guys we got. Like this is going to be yeah. just a ferocious <laughs> kind of practice. Like all of them getting together, they're gonna, you know, metal sharpens, you know, iron sharp sharpens iron. There you so go. it's gonna nice. <laughs> metal <laughs> doesn't sharpen metal. <laughs> iron close. Yeah, yeah. Some iron. metals sharpen metals, and one of those metals is iron. Is iron. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, tomato, tomato. Let's call the whole thing off. All right. Well, if you guys uh, keep an eye out for number 36, Jasir Taylor out there when he hits the field. Our boy. That is our boy. boy. Blue. Mm-hmm. boy. All right. Well, now let's go on over to Fan Focus. Uh, go on over to somebody from Iowa. Let's see who it is. Matt. Not Brian Belaga. Not Iowa. Brian Belaga. All right, guys. We are back with another Fan Focus, and we are super pumped to have Matt from Evansdale, Iowa. What is going on, Matt? I uh, just got home from work, and I'm really excited to be on with you guys. Uh, listen to your show every week and, and just couldn't wait for this. Awesome, man. Well, we're pumped to meet you. And, uh, you know, let's kick it off with, you know, how did you become a Charger fan? Uh, pretty much birth. I mean, I was born in uh, Balboa Naval Hospital, the old pink hospital by the zoo, and uh, have been a fan as long as I can remember. Was always <clears throat> on the Dan Fouts, uh, you know, Wes Chandler, Charlie Joyner, Kellen Winslow. You know, that's what I grew up on. You've been you've been through the roller coaster of Charger fandom. It sounds like. Oh yeah, there's. I mean, <clears throat> lots of bad, but so much good. Yeah, you know, uh, there's there's like four big moments that really stick out to me. You know, the first one was <clears throat> the uh, epic in Miami mm-hmm. when Winslow blocked those two field goals. Yeah, and uh, it sent us on yeah. to you know Cincinnati, which we kind of got robbed there. But uh, I remember when they were carrying him off the field. I remember crying during that game because it was just, I was like 11 years old and I, I was so emotionally attached to it, you know? And then, uh, in 94, we went to the Super Bowl. you know, junior say I was playing against the Steelers and he's got a stinger and he can only one, one arm's dangling <laughs> yeah. and he made 17 solo tackles. You know, that was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Um, and then there was a, a game in 2002 when, uh, Tim Dwight, who used to play for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Oh, yeah. As a, as a matter of fact. Um, uh, LT, is, they're, they're playing the Patriots, and LT's up, they're on the 40, and they hand up like a power 50. LT goes up the middle, breaks it to the outside, takes it down the sideline, and uh, Tim Dwight, from nowhere, goes flying by LT, and there's two Patriots that have the angle on LT. They can knock him out of the 10. And Tim Dwight pushes both of them into the end zone and LT walks in. Awesome. You know, that was absolutely amazing. And then Herbert's throw against the Giants last year was just beautiful. I, I don't even know what to say about it. <laughs> yeah. It was it was unbelievable. Yeah. You know, it gets hit in the back and puts it 60 yards in the air right in the breadbasket. It was so there's been highlights. You know, there's been some low lights too, but yeah. A lot of highlights that really make you emotionally involved and 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 
connected to the team. No, for sure. I, I love the just the remembering the little details. It's, you know, I don't remember full games, but I remember little moments like that. I remember where I was. So, like, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. I was at a, a friend's house that actually lived across the street from me, and he was a huge Steelers fan. Has been his whole life, just like I've been a Chargers fan. And so the Steelers are marching down the field. Time's running out. It looks like they're going to, you know, throw a pass in the end zone and win the game and go to the Super Bowl. And I can't remember what the linebacker's name was, but he knocked it down in the end zone, and that's what put the Chargers in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Now we went on to get waxed by San Francisco, but that was that was incredible. Yeah. You know, just winning the AFC Championship that year was incredible. I remember that one vividly, watching it with my dad, and we were all like freaking out. We ran outside, running down the street. All these people came out of their houses, were all freaking out, just like oh, vivid, yeah. vivid. Like coach yeah. was like two or something. He was just like trying to catch up in yeah. his diapers. Um, but yeah, it was right. uh, good memories. But um, uh, let's jump ahead to, you know, what just happened. We just had a draft. We just added some awesome new players. What are your thoughts on what we did in the draft? Uh, it was a meat and potatoes draft. And it was, uh, it had Brandon Staley's fingerprints all over it. I mean, he could have walked up to the podium and say, I, Brandon Staley, select this player because he picked guys that were perfect for what he's trying to do. Yeah. You know, uh, strong, intelligent, versatile they can play you know all over the line they can play all over the secondary you know running back that can catch passes and the uh offensive line you've got guys drafted that have played guard center tackle on both sides i mean all the way up and down the line and have given up nothing over the course of their college career i mean nothing so you can't be guys like that plus they're super intelligent yeah, it's pretty awesome. It was an exciting day, and it's kind of cool to see them go after so many running backs. They kind of, I guess they're seeing what we're seeing and needing to get uh, Austin at uh, RB2. That's going to be a loaded yeah. running back room with who we, who we signed and who we brought in off the undrafted guys. Right, and, and Spiller should have been a second-round pick. In any other year, when re- running backs mattered more, that guy is going in the late first round, second round. And to get him in the fourth was incredible, you yeah. know? He's going to be a big addition, I think. It's yeah. something we've needed. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's exciting, man. It's exciting time to be a Charger fan for sure. And uh, oh, I wish I wish the season started tomorrow. Uh, no, I know. I mean, I'm so, so ready for this year. So ready. Yeah. At least training camp, so we can start hearing about people like what they're doing. You know, the battles. The battles are going to be fun, man. There's a lot of guys that could play in a lot of different positions on this offensive line next year. Who's going to be our right tackle? Who's going to be our backup running back? Like, there's just a lot of questions we need yeah. answered. Where people are going to fit in in the secondary. Exactly. You know, you got that that JT Woods is, I mean, he could play Derwin's position and Derwin could come into the box. I don't know, you know, JC Jackson, how are people going to throw on us? They're not, well, they're not going to even get a chance to throw because of the edge rushers coming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that. And then how are they going to run with the beef we just put in front of the, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I've never been so pumped for the season to start. My my catchphrase for this defense is uh it's not pick your poison, it's all poison. You're just gonna have yeah. to swallow it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, hope you live. Yeah, good luck. All right. Get that insurance <laughs> yeah. policy set up. Make sure you're good to go yeah, back you better there. Start- yeah, you better start microdosing Oleander or something because it's coming. <laughs> it's coming, man. But, uh, dude, uh, thank you so much. It was so awesome chatting with you, Matt, and having you on and you know learning more about you. And, uh, yeah, dude, we, we appreciate all your support, brother. Oh, I love the, love the podcast. I love the interaction you guys have. It's, it's my favorite thing of the week. Thank, appreciate it. Thanks, man. That means a lot to us. And uh, let's stay in touch, and hopefully we can meet up at a game or something in the future and, uh, and throw, oh. throw them back. 
so far, so far is on my bucket list. That's for sure. All right. Well, we will be there. Uh, you just let us know when you're going and we'll, we'll hook it up, man. So, um, Sounds good. again, we appreciate you and your time, man. And, uh, yeah, stay, uh, stay in touch. I will. I will. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. <sighs> Matt. What a what a what a tumultuous fandom that you have endured with <laughs> the starting, long run. Yeah, I mean, going back to seeing the epic in Miami and uh, and Tim Dwight in two thousand two, like that is that that's a diehard fan right there, and and who's stuck through all of that. And I mean, talk about getting emotional. I mean, it, I can just remember now calling you guys on on the last game last year and just. <laughs> I was just like, I'm crying. I, I don't know mess. what's going on. Right I was just, I was just a puddle of. I tears. love it. I love hearing about people getting emotional about about football in that regard. When it's just like, ah, uh, just your emotions are on edge. Um, <laughs> you just you had to kind of jab in there that coach was in diapers during that <laughs> one win running down the street. He was trying to you run down just... the street, but he couldn't. You know, couldn't run that. His legs were like you know eighteen inches long. What do you want to do? I was probably on my big wheel chasing after you. <laughs> yeah. Guys, wake up! Yeah. Uh, I used to wear the swim goggles all the time too, even when we weren't swimming. So you're probably wearing those and riding your tricycle. It's pretty epic. Yeah, maybe, probably. <laughs> it was a, probably looks sick doing it. Right, it was, no it, was it was a choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, uh, Matt from Iowa, thank you for sitting down and, and chatting Thanks, with Kev Hug and Doug. Pleasure meeting you, man. Love talking yeah. to everybody all across the country and. Uh, and now it is time to go on to the next segment. It is Ask Bolt Fam. Here we go. <laughs> time to put your money where your mouth is. Oh, hi, guys. Go jam a thumb up his bottle. That's what you do. <laughs> I wet myself in excitement. Both are hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. All right, gang. Well, Ask Bolt Fam is coming in hot and heavy. And we started off with Hank Zilla. Who asks certified the- <laughs> <laughs> guys? Let me stop. Let me make sure. There's a lot of new faces here. I don't here. know. Let me- <laughs> I don't. That sounds pretty freaking fresh. All right, <laughs> we'll find out after the question. But he's got one that goes something like this. Hello, my dearest Bolt fam. This free agency and draft has been amazing. I'm as excited as Derek Carr getting a new eyeliner. <laughs> it's not surprising the Raiders fans wear so much makeup, though. They are all f***ing clowns. <laughs> the Raiders. <laughs> well, except the female Raider fans, because they are unfuckable as it is. <laughs> oh, my God. Suck God. it. Suck it, pirate hookers. <laughs> Shout oh out. Oh, this is a great follow-up. Shout out to all the Bolt Fam moms out there. <laughs> oh, God. Happy belated what? Mother's Day. I am lucky to say my mom is the matriarch of Chargers fandom in our family. It's quite wonderful, actually. She has been rocking the blue and gold since the Fouts era and has spawned three diehard Charger fans. Thanks, Mom. We know Suzanne Eckler is an awesome Bolt Mom. I'm sure we would all love to party with her at SoFi. Am I right? So my question is, how do the moms in your lives feel about Bolts? Do they rock the Bolt Pledge of Allegiance or just tolerate your fanatical tomfoolery? Thanks and all my love to you puppets. 
That was that, intense. Wow. That was a good, dude, that I was love a roller you. You took a hard left. <laughs> yeah. Hard, we were heading yeah. downtown and you went straight left to the suburbs on that one, dude. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was intense. All right. I love well, it. Thanks for joining us. Yes. I'm, thanks yeah, for joining this us. Certified. This is a unique voice. This yeah. feels certified fresh. Okay. So, certified fresh. Here's the new deal with the certified freshness. What? If, if you're listening to this and Kevin calls you certified fresh, but you're not, and you know what episode you were on, you need to tweet at Charger Chat Podcast and tell us, oh. Kevin, I'm not certified fresh. And with the episode that you were on, and we'll send you a free sticker because Kevin needs to be controlled. Somebody has to, <laughs> somebody's got to run a leash. Oh, out of shit. Control. Guys, yeah, we're going control. into the red so fast on this podcast. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> we're doing 10 to 15 stickers an episode. At least that Tight. many. That, that'll, That'll put us right into the red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tighten it like up. Like two Kev. stickers is going to put us in the red. <laughs> yeah, We're yeah. Boys. We just climbed out in the red. <laughs> yeah. That's want my $6. Oh boy. Yeah. All right. So there you go, folks. If you're, if you're not certified fresh, call them out. Damn it. I'm tired of it. <laughs> We're right. We've had it up to here. We're all tired, tired of Kevin's shenanigans, <laughs> including Kevin. All right. Well, the question, uh, Bolt moms, how do how do the matriarchs and and I'll say the significant others who are mothers in, in your families, how, how do they tolerate the chargerness of it all? Kevin, go ahead. I think our mom, our mom yeah. has been put through so much football <laughs> in her life. And like literally we've talked about this a long time ago. Our dad was a head football coach and he used to put mom up on a ladder scouting yeah. Other teams, other, like she, other she didn't get to watch year old kids playing. <laughs> she didn't get to watch us play. She was filming the scout team, the scout for the other team. We're playing in Rancho Bernardo. Mom's in Oceanside, Valley Center. Scout film. She's somewhere yeah. else. She yeah. wants to watch your son play even football. In the same county. No, <laughs> not according to Papa Duggan. So she's a team player. I don't know if she has the full. She doesn't bleed the powder so, blue. Here's the here's what I think. I think mom likes the Chargers, but she doesn't really like football anymore. <laughs> no, she doesn't like how shitty the Duggan men get after we lose. I think that's what yeah. really bumps her out. But she still yeah. su- she wears Charger jerseys. She's still yeah, our mom, yeah. and sure. she's gonna support us till the day we die. So yeah, that's yeah. She supports us. She supports the Chargers. She's a mm-hmm. diehard supporter. So yeah, that's yeah. Our but mom. she would rather be effective with her Sundays and. Get chores done for the week, then sit there and for three hours and watch a football and game watch game. her husband cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dad. <laughs> no, but that's not true though. Dad does not cry at all. He, he gets game. angry. He just gets angry. He yeah. gets angry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah me too. Angry. Me too. <laughs> you know, you cry a little bit. You, you pout. I, yeah. I got a little of the emotional side of it. You but slam yeah, doors. Yeah, yeah. I get angry. Yeah, the firstborn. You get pouting. It's anger that turns into weeping tears. I don't know how that came about, but it yes. is what, it is. what about your wife, Kevin? Uh, she is a. I'm, I think I think we're coming around. Um, she's mm. been a Packer fan since before she was born. Like the, her, her family, like she grew. She was. She was it's like how we were. She was predestined to, to be a fan. there for a second. Like she before, uh, she didn't have a choice. What what I mean is she didn't have a choice. Like that was right, her family. Gotcha. So she's been on the waiting list to get season tickets to the be Packers. A Packer which, fan or get out. Yeah, like you have to get on a waiting list. There have been people on the waiting list for. She's been on the waiting list for. I'm not going to say her age, but it's been a long time. Um and. When those come up, I'm not paying for them. But, but that, that's besides the point. Um, she's she she supports the Chargers, and I love her more than anything in the yeah. world. So she 
she's she she deals with me on Charger Sundays. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, about, but we've about, seen uh, her wearing Charger stuff. You posted oh, that. Oh, she on dude, Instagram. she rocks it. Her, oh yeah, yeah. All her sons, like literally, my my uh, third son has been picking what he wants to wear every day. He's been wearing, he's been picking Charger stuff the last four days. boy. And he's wearing like 12 month old like shirts where he's walking around all like, cause he's two years old. <laughs> so he's like walking around, he just wants to wear Charger stuff. So she's, she's, nice. she's, she's we're going to bring her into the fold. I'm, we're he's looking breeding. like Jamal Davis out there. <laughs> he looks big. He looks mean. He looks mean. If you were to do the ratio of where he is at two to where he could be, he's going to be a Clydesdale for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then how about uh, Hillary? Hillary is, so this is the, this is the issue that we've run into lately is we have two kids now and about to have a third mm. and they do not sit through a football game. And my love, my wife loves the chargers. She really, really does. She loves sitting there and watching. She'll sit there and watch an entire game. Her dad was a big leaguer in baseball for like 10, 12 years. Oh, wow. So she loves sports. She could sit there all day and just hang out and watch and she'll doodle on her phone, but she loves the chargers. Um, but it hurts her that she, that's like one of her sacrifices. She lets me watch the game and she'll kind of monitor the boys. So she'll be in and out. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, Hillary loves the chargers and I think that's the hardest part is she loves them so much and she can't, full, she can't we need fully to get like enjoy a, it. we need it. Yeah. We need a running babysitter for Sundays. Basically, I think you should like a, a, a charger nanny, just somebody that comes in no matter when <laughs> yep. the chargers play. You don't even have to schedule it. They can find out what the schedule is with the chargers. Yeah, they yeah, come yeah. We'll in just, and watch the boys. As soon as the charger schedule gets announced, I just give it to him and I need these three hours. <laughs> yeah. Just Every give Sunday. me these three hours. Make it for us so you can pre-party a little bit. Well, I'm at church usually before the game, so. <laughs> just, well, extra shot of communion wine, please <laughs> and thank you. Um, <laughs> please and thank you. <laughs> uh, when, and my mom, you know, she was never a huge football fan in general. Like we would have football on to watch. And even, you know, since we've been doing the charger chat, I think, I think she probably just felt bad for, you know, the Chargers not winning the Super Bowl. And so every year is just a damn it. And I think she kind of felt bad. But I think now with this addition of Justin Herbert and, you know, and, and seeing how well he plays and just how good of a guy he is, she's definitely become way more invested. Like nice. previous Sundays where it's just going to be like, okay, I'm going to go shopping for three hours. You guys enjoy your little know. football thing. Yeah. <laughs> and now, now she's like, yeah, she's on the couch and she's rooting for him. So it, it's it. been a yes! complete so cool. like a complete change for for Mama Wooldog. So Love um, Wooldog. Yeah. So so the moms have been very supportive there, uh, Hank Zilla. So thank you Great for question. asking the question. Uh, let's move it on now to Kevin Kernick, who Kev. asks who asked the question. Hey, Kev. Not really a question off the top of my head, but. Bolt chat coach knows Kyle Van Noy from high school. <laughs> Bolt fam needs details, needs them now. <laughs> That's my favorite voice. <laughs> the Valley Girl. Uh, the Valley Girl is too guy. much. <laughs> How to Kyle and a Kyle. <laughs> well, if, oh, <laughs> if you shit. listen to the beginning of the episode, I think Kyle broke it down pretty clearly. More uh, stories. We need yeah, something else. Give, give us, us give us one more little little tidbit if you can. Something, something. Um, <laughs> I don't. I I'm trying to think. So one other, I do remember when he was getting recruited in in high school. Uh, he would have le- coach would have letters for him every single day, um, and I remember his like his like um, process of filtering 
And don't judge the man by this. This is when we were 17, 18 years old. (laughs) Time has passed. Yeah. Him and my him and the other guy on our team, Ty York, that were super heavily recruited, they would get letters every single day. Um, and they'd be like, um, Ty, Kyle and Ty would be like, hey, how, why are your letters? Like, oh, they're all printed. He's like, oh, I got a handwritten one today. That was like how they filtered if the coaches were actually interested. Oh, interesting. If they got handwritten letters or they were just like the the mock, like send out a gajillion right. of these things. Oh, nice. Greetings, um, Kyle Van Noy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> insert in robot voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to think of more. Uh, I'll try to try to go back in the memory bank. Ask my wife. I have the worst memory in in on. I, I think I have early onset dementia. I have. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> it's too soon. I cannot think. I cannot remember anything. What if we get you <laughs> and him? Anything. What if we get you and him together on the same Zoom and you can reminisce in front of all of us? <laughs> well, uh, we'll try. I'll reach out to him and see if he wants to come on the pod. Yeah, yes. I wanted yeah. to hear. We just Hercules, want to know Hercules. efforts being made. So that's all I want to hear. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you, Kevin Kernick, for asking the question. Let's move it on now. To JTEX03. Certified fresh. I'm not sending a sticker. Who <laughs> asked the question? <laughs> Yo, what's up, CC gang? A question. Now that it's baseball season and knowing that y'all grew up in San Diego, y'all must be fans of the Padres, right? So my question is this. Uh, before the whole moving to L.A. thing started, uh, did the city of San Diego love the Chargers as much as they love the Padres now? I was born and raised in L.A., so naturally I was raised liking the Dodgers, but I rooted for the Chargers even when they were in San Diego. I just want to know if the city has had as much love for them as they do for the Padres now. Another question, uh, would you rather your significant others be Raider fans or have your kids grow up to be the stinking, to like the stinking Raid turds? Uh, thanks again, and uh, hey, f*** the Raiders. Okay, love you, bye. <laughs> uh, All right, well. It's a good question. It's, it's a good question. Good and it's a... Uh, two good questions. It, it's, it's a little sticky, because it's, you know, it's yeah. that whole... I, it, I think it's hard. I think I, I have an interest. I have an insight on this right now. I think I think the, the love for the Padres right now is so strong because of the lack of like dividing between teams, and they're exciting because they have some really good players on that team. It's sure. kind of what the Chargers have become now. There were a yeah, lot I of think- years at the end there where we didn't have the best rosters and we weren't putting the best product on the field, and you can see mm-hmm. that who was in the stands those last four or five years that I would go to games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, that's a, that is hard because anytime there's a good team, everyone comes out <clears throat> in San Diego. When the Chargers were really good, it was incredible. Packed. It was, was amazing. Everyone had flags on their cars. You would see it's banners everywhere. up in restaurants. The grocery store would be full of advertisements, all that kind of stuff. But then on the down years, it would be kind of a lull. And right now, the San, San Diego Padres are... And yes, to answer the first question, yes, me and Kevin are Padre fans. I don't know if Bulldog has a, a strong affiliation. I, I, if I had to pick a team, it would be Padres, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. All right, we're a Padre podcast. Good. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but I, I think that they're, since they do have a lot of really good talent right now, it's easy to be big-time Padre fans. But I also think there's a part of it that people are mad that the Chargers left. And so they're going to be, they're almost like a, we'll show you double how down. good fans we double are. Down. You know, yeah. like, oh, you thought that we weren't good fans. That's why you went to LA. Oh, watch this. And so they kind of doubled down on the Padres. And that's our only top tier professional sports team that we have right now. Right. 
We don't have basketball. The we have minor league hockey. We have goals. minor league stuff, but there are only top, like top of the top of the food chain professional sports teams. So right. Everyone's kind of gone all in on the pods. It's kind of, but it's kind of cool to see the the kind of focus of that, like the focus of like this whole city. Like this is the one event that you can go to that's like a big ticket yeah. thing. And yeah, you know, I I, and do, I went to the yeah. game. I went to the game on Mother's Day. We had a walk off home run. And it was. You went awesome. to the game? Oh my god, oh, yeah. that was amazing! Ninth inning, walk off. So wow, it was so good. We were getting smoked the whole game. Yeah, no. And we had our backup catcher come in, pinch hit with two two outs in the ninth, and he just first pitch smashed it four forty for the W. Beauty. Sorry, Dodger so fans. Good. I know you don't want to hear Dodger this, fans. but we're it was nice. Doesn't matter. Everyone in the NL West is good this year. Yeah, yeah. facts. All right, and then the follow up. Would you rather your significant other or your kids? This is easy. This is the easiest, easiest answer. My kids cannot be Raider fans because they are leaving my legacy. That is my legacy. Mm. My legacy is Charger fans. I need them to spread that to their family tree. Mm. So that that's easy. (laughs) So that's good. So that's a good answer. So if your wife, you're you're going in, it's Sunday. And you're going in to give her a kiss, but she's got silver and black makeup all over her face. And she's got these big <laughs> spikes on her shoulders. Are you really going to be okay with that? That's why I have a home office. I just lock the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four months a year. You guys just don't hang out on Sundays. Just don't spend time together. Okay. So, uh, yeah. You know, but Josie's too smart of a person to be a Raider fan. <laughs> so this is just, she's just too educated. Sure. So, so, but you would pick your, you would pick <laughs> Josie for the late the legacy aspect of this question well, I'm going with sheer sheer numbers right, right? that's four, four, to four, one. To one. <laughs> four to one that's easy and then grandkids also like later on down the road all of your sons will have offspring sure like yeah. the numbers alone you you kind of sacrifice your if wife. we're gonna build a fan base you gotta start with the kids the older spouses leave them where they are okay let's work on They're the youth stuck yeah Okay. All right. Well, there you go, Jay Texo. I hope my wife doesn't listen to this episode. Talking shit about not buying your season tickets. I'm talking shit about her. this. Yeah. I'm, please, Josie, on. don't listen to this episode. All right. Well, if she, Happy Mother's if she, Day. If she's gotten to this point, it's too late. Um, Jay, As he's in your <laughs> She's at home with my kids right. for yeah. like three weeks. And like, you'll be lucky if no, your key opens weeks. the front door. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. JTexo3, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Carl Bolingtoft. Bolingtoft! Who asked the question? Yo, my dudes, long time no questions, but I'm still turning in. I uh, can't wait for the new season, but luckily I have my local football. <laughs> Sorry, you Americans, a soccer team I can follow every week during NFL's long downtime. Forza FC Copenhagen, by yeah. the way. Uh, how do you spend the weight? How uh, any other sports you follow, or are you in full Georgia junkie withdrawal mode? Oh, well, the new season is coming. The defense looks stacked, and it's been a pleasant offseason awaiting. Bolt up, buddies. Love from Soccerland across the pond. <laughs> ah, miss you, Carl. It's uh, nice yes. to have you back. I love it when you give me words that have O's with lines through them. That's just great. <laughs> I, I know exactly how to pronounce that. <laughs> um, all oh, right. So off season, what are we, are we watching any sports or are we just sticking with chargers? What do you got, Kyle? Yeah, obviously we talked about it in this Baseball. last question. We watched the pods. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and then I'm a big Liverpool supporter, so I watch some soccer mm-hmm. as well. I'm a Kings fan, um, so I, I'll watch them. Now we're in the playoffs. Oh, they're getting, so they're getting absolutely massacred the last at, couple of games. No, they're it's tied up 2-2 now. So oh, they won last night. Quick okay. just had a shutout. So yeah, I dabble. <laughs> it's it's I have nothing quite like I the Chargers I where I, I will literally drop what I'm doing and plan my schedule to not miss a game or to miss like a press conference or something mm. like the chargers are yeah. that for me. I don't quite have that equivalent. So I do feel like I'm kind of in this like ether floating kind of weird world where I don't really we don't have, have any, any other purpose. podcasts. Really? Right? We don't, we're not, we're no. not having podcasts on other teams. No, so. no. I watch, I watch, I catch up on movies is what I catch up on movies and TV shows. Yeah. Really my off season. That's my go-to, but baseball, hockey and movies. There you go. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll watch a game if it's on, but I, I'm not, out seeking baseball. So I'm good. Just, you know, keeping refreshing my Twitter, you know, looking for charger news and stuff. Cause down I, especially for this off season, this off season has been, been crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Like you, way, way more interesting than last year. That's for right. Damn sure. That's my sport. I look for new news on the chargers. Who did we sign today? Tell me Twitter. So do you guys watch any of the USFL stuff yet? I keep forgetting I when it's don't. on. Yeah. It's Saturday. It's mostly Saturdays and they have like, one game on Sunday. I've been watching more of the, the fan controlled football league that Eckler's doing. Have you seen <laughs> ridiculous. that? It it's pretty so ridiculous. fun. It is so it's much just fun. Backyard football. <laughs> oh, it's dude, crazy. I love it. So, like, I don't want to watch real football. I want to watch like Mickey Mouse football. This is the perfect kind of like not football football I need. Okay. Got it. So, if you haven't watched. Oh, 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 boy. Oh, 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 football. Oh, boy. Flea flicker. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't checked that out go check it out because it's it's pretty fun it's how do you fun. even watch that though Is I, I, like- you can get it you, they stream it but you can oh. Eckler if you follow him on Instagram he always posts his reactions to plays and stuff I've seen those yeah, yeah it's just crazy. it's just too much fun it's just too much yeah. fun all right well Mr. Bolingtoff thank you for asking the question let's move it on now to Aaron who asked the question I'm curious what you guys' theory is on the reason two separate coaching regimes waste a 53-man roster spot on quarterback three Eastern stick year in and year out. Ain't no team going to be poaching him from our practice squad if he was put on it using the new expanded practice squad and eligibility rules made because of COVID. But we like Easton stick. <laughs> we like him. I I don't ever want to see him on the field. I no. don't ever... I, I, I have, yeah, I don't know. I don't, this is a really good question. I don't have an answer for this. I really don't. Well, I, I think for a lot of the games last season, even though he was on the team, like he didn't suit up. He, he was just one of those up, guys yeah. that just didn't suit up. He was just always right. just kind of held in the cupboard just in case or something. So I don't think he's necessarily taken up room. And plus he's on a rookie contract. Like, and we drafted him in like what the fourth or I think something like that. I think he's coming up on, no, it was later than that. It was yeah, late. So it was um, a late, late but draft th- pick but i think he's coming up on the end of the con this might be the last yeah, year. yeah this is his last year 2022 is his last year he's yeah. making a million bucks total his cap hits a million one million dollars and he's yeah. doing and he's has to do less than chase daniel which is crazy and he's right. still making a million dollars as a if, if you want to learn anything from this have your kids become quarterbacks right whether they're good or not as long as they can get to the league they're going to be millionaires right they don't have to go on the field. They can just hang out in the practice room. They're going to make a million dollars. Right. Yeah. yeah I get, but his question is, why are we not just putting him on the practice squad? Why is he taking up a spot on the 53-man? I guess we really were worried that some team was going to come in and steal Easton Stick. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think that he's that big of a 
like, oh, shoot, can't lose him. I do agree that if, if since we have so many guys now, like we brought in so many dudes that in the defensive backfield, um, you, you can't keep them all on there. And we have, have a lot some more of DBs ready to be activated for sure. I yeah. Agree. So I, I, I do think that there will be two active quarterbacks this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have a third on the practice squad in case somebody goes down and you need to pop top pop him up but yeah if you're not dressing him why have him on the 53 man roster i agree it's not like easton stick is holy cow what would we do if he left type yeah. of idea if we yeah. get down to our third quarterback we're in some deep doo-doo anyways right, right exactly we're calling tyra taylor <laughs> <laughs> all right well aaron thank you for asking the question let's move it on now to gonk droid 69 who asked the question how did Salyer fall to round six? There's reports of him shutting down everyone from Hutchinson to Will Anderson, projected top three pick next year. Do you think that he could start a guard or tackle? It is surprising. I mean, for as much as everybody's been talking this guy up, that he fell to round six, a guy that was projected round two. Like, obviously, I don't think it's a character issue because we just kind of stay clear from it's, those kind of guys so it's from what i've heard other people talk about is like the measurables like he just didn't perform that well and like mm. the combine stuff like he's a football player he's one of those guys kyle always talks about where he balls he's he doesn't measure so you know okay I, we'll, we'll take see. him i'll take it yeah. all day that's we're here right. to watch Didn't, football we're not here to watch the combine right wasn't there a story out there that kirby smart his coach at georgia like called up staley like what are you guys doing that don't let this guy slide is that true I think I heard one of one of the guys that we drafted, he said that his coach was on the phone with Staley, like, hey, like, what's going on? You should take this guy. And then seconds later he got drafted. I hope that this is well, how I will confirm. I'll confirm before the end of the episode. Go on with your answer, Adam. <laughs> I, I, I think I think that's I think you guys hit it. You know, some of these guys just don't have either great measurables or don't have that uh what is it, the RAS score is, you know, in that elite status or anything like that so i can't imagine any other reason i mean the guy just seems to be as we've seen on the tape like the tape tape don't lie like the tape shows him manhandling these two top defensive guys and and doing a good job at it so i mean i guess i got to imagine it's luck because i don't even think he's got like injury concerns either or anything like that so i i i think with the right tackle situation i think like we talked about earlier it's like when you come in as a rookie, you're a rookie coming into the NFL. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be starting this year, um, but I I think you're looking at a couple of the guys that have been on the roster for a long time that know the system mm-hmm. are probably have a better likelihood of that. Unless he comes, if he comes into training camp and everyone's talking about him, if he's going like at right tackle, head up on Khalil Mack or Joey Bosa and shutting them down, I don't think he's going to be the the right tackle. Like I, you're going to have to lean into some of the veteran guys. I think that's just the reality of it. If Sal, you're shutting down Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, are you Put worried him in. about? Well, are you worried about Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack not being able to get past a rookie right tackle? No, Sal, you're the man. <laughs> okay. I'm not. I, yeah. I'm not questioning their ability. They've already whatsoever. proven their ability. They don't okay. need yeah. to prove me shit. They, okay. Salier has to prove what he's capable it's, of, not only to us yeah. but to his coaching. Okay, it speaks more of Salier than it would of of those guys because okay. they've already done it. And I did find there is an article written on Fansided by Savannah Lea a week ago. Fansided, shout out. Our boys. Yep. Fansided. According to the reports, <laughs> head coach Kirby Smart went to bat for Sawyer as he called the Chargers and convinced them to draft him. No wow. way. So it's like this guy's coach was like shocked like all of us. Like why like, is what this What is going here? on? Yeah. Like, well, wait. So go. wait a minute. Salier was a Georgia 
Yeah. Yep. Bulldog. Bulldog. So why would that coach specifically That's call Kirby the Chargers? He's the, oh, I don't know. I don't know what connection Must have he had. Some I relationship. I don't know what relationship That's is there. Interesting. Um, but yeah, he he was maybe we were just on the clock, like we were coming up, and he knows the need that we have on the offensive line. He's like, this is a too good of a fit. What are we doing here? Let's mm. go. Yeah. Wow. He, people are saying he's one of the best picks we had, just value wise. Sure. He yeah. should have gone in the third round. That's what people were saying. We got third, him fourth round. Got him in the sixth. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. So huh. give him a chip. Let's let him prove everybody wrong. I would love to see him get in the mix. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, Gonk Droid 69, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to CD, who asked the question. Do you think there are more eyes in the world or legs? Don't forget about the animals when making your decision. <laughs> Peak offseason. Fantastic question. <laughs> this is crazy. I never. It has to be animals then, right? They all, most of them have four legs. Like, well, so are there more eyes or legs? That's the question, not are there more animals? Well, animals have four legs and only two eyes. Unless you're a spider. Yeah, so spiders could up the animals. And there's a lot of spiders in the world. Definitely more, eyes. definitely more eyes. Definitely more eyes. I'm thinking legs, dude. Because even though spiders definitely. have more eyes, spiders also have eight legs. So I don't know if you. Oh. I have a lot. Chicky, I've chicky. seen a lot crabs, of spiders near my house. Millipedes. Crabs have multiple legs and only two eyes. Millipedes. Centipedes. Kinda, millipedes. Fuck up yeah. the whole the whole yeah, equation. Are we they, counting insects or no? They're animals. Uh, kind of. They suck. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of a pain in the ass. I'm not saying yeah. they don't suck, but they're okay. animals. <laughs> right. Some of, some of them do. Some of them do. Mm. So then it has to be legs. Like, Hands down. I think it's got to be legs, yeah. Got yeah. You say millipedes and it's done. That's game over. Right, yeah, millipedes. Yeah. Roly-polies. Think of roly-polies. <laughs> roly-polies. Do they, do they even have eyes? No, they just have a gajillion little legs. <laughs> they have like 50 legs. Yeah. Some yeah. bugs just have like antenna. They don't even have eyes. Yeah. yeah. They're just feeling yeah. feeling around for shit. <laughs> they can't see. Legs, final answer. All right. Final answer. Legs. Final answer, legs. If you know the answer, put it down in the comments. Uh, but CD, thank you for asking the question. Uh, let's move it on now to Z the King One, who asked the question. Do you guys see us uh, making any more moves in the offseason? Alternatively, uh, what are some moves that can be made that you hope we do? Let me know. Okay, and put on your earmuffs, please. Please and thank you. All right. Uh, any more moves this offseason? I don't know. I can't say no anymore. <laughs> I have no I, idea. Anything's possible after what we I've just been went saying, through. I've been saying no for the last six months, I feel like. <laughs> right. Ever since Khalil Mack, I was like, all right, that's done. That was We're done. That's all we Lock got. It up. Right. We're good. Yeah. Him and draft picks. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, but I don't know how much more money do we even have? I think we have some uh, from there, what I've seen. There's a small chunk. I mean, I think it was like nine million prior to Kyle Van Noy and and Callahan. They're waiting we, to hear on what Callahan's contract is. I don't think they've announced it yet. Right. I haven't heard the numbers on Callahan's contract. So I think I'm gonna guess is there's probably gonna be about maybe four million left. And I mean, if Kyle Van Noy I don't think Callahan's gonna get that much money. I think he's going to be kind of what Van Noy is, maybe a two million hit tops. Well, nine minus two, two minus two seven. would be about five. No, we're at nine right now. Minus two would be seven. Correct. And you just said he wouldn't hit more than two million, so that would take it down to five. Welcome so to Kyle, the math yeah, Kyle's was, Yeah, <laughs> Kyle's was two. His is two. That's four. If we had nine before that, now we have five. Oh, yes. Welcome to math with Charger <laughs> Chat. Um, 
So five million, that's still obvious. I mean, that's two Kyle Van Noyes right there. So yeah, there is potentially. Yeah, I know more math, Kevin. <laughs> Let's so check out the next hurting. one. There, there is uh there is a possibility of getting somebody. And as far as hopes or you know, what moves that we hope to see, like it would just be right tackle. It would just be right really, tackle at this point. Throw yeah. all that money at right tackle is all I want to see. Yeah. But I, we also do carry money over for midseason acquisitions. Because if we you're going to do yeah. a trade or um, somebody gets cut or something like in camp or you, you don't know what's going to happen. Um, so you don't know what that change in contract will look like in a trade. So right. it will carry some over into the for any potential right. midseason stuff. At this point, just personally, I'm pretty content with our roster. If we didn't do any, If we didn't do anything else, like... I feel okay about this. Like yeah. I really like this is the the most excited I've been about a roster at since I've been a Charger fan. Yeah. So sure. I, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I also live dangerously. I also live dangerously. I'll Sir, you have 12. <laughs> I stand. Don't hit me. Don't hit that 21. We're at 20 right yeah, now. Yeah, we're at 20. I'm going to stand. I'll stand. Um, so yeah, I, I think if the, I think we're fine going in, but if they were going to make another move, whatever right tackle they deem to be the best fit would be, I think, the best move. So, Z the King one, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Mario Vences or Vences. Certified fresh, please. Who asked the question? Why is it that my precious Charger <laughs> Chat boys always miss big news right before releasing episodes? Who's still out there as an option to sign as a vet right tackle? Who would precious sacrifice for podcast to guarantee Chargers Super Bowl? <laughs> Fuck the readers, is Kill them, you boys! <laughs> <laughs> the Raiders is <laughs> oh, my shit. best Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Gollum. 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 All right. Gollum. Uh all right. Well, there's a few questions here. So options as a vet right tackle. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, we could throw out names, sure. but they're they're none of them are like huge name guys. Right. Those, those guys all got like the Leo Collins and such. Um, they all got scooped up pretty early on in free agency. The ones right. that were worth money have pretty much gone. Right. Yeah, so there's not any big name guys. I've always said that maybe Brian Balaga back on a cheap one-year prove it. Mm -hmm. He can be healthy. The guy was good. We haven't seen it in two years, but um, yeah, I, I honestly don't really know who, without having my fingers on the pulse of backup right tackles and other, and other teams right. that might want a shot somewhere else, um, I don't really know who you would go after. And even whether or not they would be better than Storm Norton or got. Trey Pipkins. Right. Exactly. So um, hard to say if there is a vet right tackle out there that would be an upgrade over what we currently have. Uh, but the more important question, who would uh, Precious sacrifice from podcast to guarantee Chargers Super Bowl? I'll, wait, sacrifice like die or just not be on the podcast anymore? I mean, I think it's open to interpretation. I'll sacrifice myself from the podcast to win a Super Bowl, but no not one, give up my no life. one would tune in, Kyle. <laughs> no one wants to listen to Adam and I just fumble f around for t an hour and a half. <laughs> That's true. I, I so, would sacrifice myself. I, would, I, I think Bowl. it'd be best. I think if I sacrifice myself from the podcast, but still chimed in with the interviews, it, it could still work. Wouldn't be, as, wouldn't be as wouldn't be as funny. But no, it would we wouldn't still do it. Work. If one of us wasn't here, the podcast would just end. So 
If you had to sacrifice one, you're sacrificing the whole. So we'll just, would, we'll just shut down the Charger chat and win a Super Bowl. There you go. Is that if the, we do is that, that yeah, answer? that's fine. I'd easily yeah, shut down I mean, the Charger. If we chat. had to, yeah, yeah. If if it's like a hey, you can't do this anymore, but you win a Super Bowl, done, done. Sorry, I'll erase all episodes from the existence <laughs> of the internet. We're gone. Uh, I'll, We're I'll get the out. mind stone no one, from Thanos and I'll wipe the whole world. Nobody will even remember the Charger Chat. No They'll one see will see the stickers and go, what is this? I don't Charger Chat. When was that? And clean it I'll out. Have every piece of Super Bowl uh, apparel <laughs> and be happy about it. Done. All right. Well, there you go, Mario. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to live for the day for who asked the question. Let me know what you think. We still could use a right tackle, wide receiver, you know, someone sure-handed since we led the league in drops last season, last couple seasons, I should say. Uh, One more defensive tackle, maybe Hicks. Uh, One more linebacker, better than Reader, and like a hybrid, you know, strong safety cornerback to use over Webb, Alohi, and Campbell. Which position do we get next and who? I, I respect We're the getting question. greedy, boys. I respect I gotta, the I gotta, question, but I disagree with a lot of the, like, we need to improve on a lot of these yeah, areas. I, I think we're starting to get greedy. This is not a Pro Bowl, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't just like a, just take your pick of anyone you want. That's not, I don't think that's how the, I mean, I'm not in the business, but I don't think that's how this works. Right? I, I, I dis, I, I'll just, I'll, I, we're shamelessly positive, but I'm going to disagree I, I think our wide receiver room is absolutely fine. I think our linebackers, now that we've added Van Noy and what we have depth-wise there, I think we're okay. I'm not worried about that at all. Strong safety cornerback, not worried at all about that with the depth. There's going to be so much competition to make that roster. I'm not even worried about yeah. that. The the two are right tackle, and I think you could add more depth at like a nose tackle like, like Hicks. I think that could be a good pick if, mm-hmm. if they had the money for it. And then right tackle. Those are the two that I'm looking at right now. Everything else, I good. Yeah, every, yeah. everything think, else has think, a strong starter and solid yeah. depth. Like, yeah, what more do you want? <laughs> we need. Yeah, if, if you got an all star in your depth, something's off. Something's like, something right. doesn't seem right. Something's wrong with them. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I think we're all as Charger fans starting to get a little greedy here. Yeah. yeah. Let's eat some humble pie and be excited about the (laughs) roster we got. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, there you go. Live for the day four. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to House of Hain, who asked the question. Well, guys, it's time. Uh, Let's uh, get back into football shape. Round is a shape, right? I think I'll uh, stick with couch football shape, okay? So uh, for my question, how bad will the Raiders shit the bed this year? I mean, will they even win eight games? I can see 11 losses easily. Okay, love you, bye. I love the shameless positivity of this question. Absolutely. I'll double down. They're losing 17. Whoa! Just kidding. They're not worse than they were last year. (laughs) Goose egg. Goose egg. That would no, be the NL West is the NL West is going to be. Re- I just, I mean, the, not the NL West, the AFC West. The AFC is just West, yeah. The one, the one thing I want to hear about this upcoming year on, you know, Good Morning Football, ESPN, all these things is what happened to Adams? What happened to Devonte Adams? Like, yeah. why isn't he the player he used to be in Green Bay? I thought, he and was then so good. without answering them because they're never going to admit it, I'll be like, because he's not with Aaron Rodgers, he's with Derek Carr. Yeah. Right. That's what I'll say in my head. And it's going to make my day. It's going to make whatever's going on that day just a happier, more pleasant experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
it's just, yeah, Aaron Rodgers makes every... Look at the receivers he's had over the years. Like, names you'd never even heard of. Right. Dude, like, Or Cobb. they go on somewhere like Randall Cobb goes to the Texans, he completely goes, disappears. Did nothing there. Goes back yeah. is 10 times better. It's yeah. just... Everyone. Anyone that has ever tried to leave Green Bay, and ever, they get paid big money and then never pan out because Aaron Rodgers could throw to anyone. Mm-hmm. And everyone. Derek Carr? Not so much. Mm. So. Derek Carr? Gets Mohawk. Where's <laughs> Island? Maybelline. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, uh, yeah, eleven losses easily. Sick, that would be but, that would be pretty rad. I mean, I just yeah, don't think that they. I don't think they got worse than last year. And last year they were a playoff team, so I don't think they're going to be significantly worse. They got a better coaching staff. No, but I think they have a better environment. I, I, oh, that's better. I think you know they might not necessarily have gotten worse, but I think. Obviously, the AFC West has gotten better. Like the Chargers, especially. Like Chargers had a top five offense last year and a bottom five defense, and we've stacked up the defense. So I think, if anything, same with Denver. They and same with Denver. The script. They yeah. were the opposite of us. And they flipped the script. Yeah. So I, I think, even though they might not be worse, I think they're going up against stronger competition, at least within the division. So I think they're the fourth best team in the AFC West. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, think it's I, I us, agree. But Chiefs, I, I, Broncos, then them. Yeah, I agree. I just think that they're the bet the worst team in the in, in the AFC. Why do I keep thinking NL West? The AFC West <laughs> is going to get more than seven wins. I think the worst team will be an eight or nine win team. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, House of Pain. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Gavin Gibson. Oh, it's Gavin from Scotland. It's Gavin from Scotland who has a question. With us getting the addition of Van Noy, I genuinely think we are a top defense. If we were to somehow get a keen hit, do you think that would cement us as the top defense in the league? I think we're right there, dude. It, we just got to get out there and prove it a couple games. I think we're already there. Would Akeem Hicks aid in securing that even further? Sure. I just think that Akeem Hicks is is a depth guy. Like, not that he won't start, but he's like, he's not going to play every down. The guy's been hurt a lot in the last few years. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he's the guy that's going to come in. He's not going to be like a Joey Bosa that just completely transforms your, or a Derwin James that transforms your whole defense. Akeem Hicks now is what no one wanted Jordan Davis for is because he's a two down guy and he'll be in there and it's great and it'll be good. But I think with Austin Davis and and um, Sebastian, I think we have what we need. You know, I think those guys are really good at doing exactly that. And Braden Fajoko. Let's not forget about Fajoko. Yeah. Forrest Merrill. Yeah. Yeah. There's still, there's still, we still have a a, a pen of really Cortez Broughton. There's a lot of guys on this roster that we're kind of forgetting about. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean. And and it's also, again, there's so many new names now that are going to be starting for the defense. It's like, again, just like Taylor said, like it looks good on paper, but until they go and hit the field, you got, you're not really going to know how these guys are going to mesh. Like they're all super studs and they're all like veterans in their own right. So it should be like a fish to water. You should think that everything should just work out smoothly, but we honestly don't know until they hit the field. But yeah, on paper, this should be a top defense in the league like yeah, I can't for sure it, I have yeah, a hard yeah. time thinking of like what another team has as many just proven studs yeah on the defense as the Chargers right now and I want to take it back Cortez Broughton is no longer on the Chargers roster I don't Way know where I thought of that to go so wanna, send, a wanna sticker correct to send a sticker to Cortez <laughs> yeah I'll put it on his chief helmet right now 
Chargers. Oh, he chat. went to the Chiefs. He did. That's why I looked Son up. I was like, shit, he's bitch. not on the team anymore. I why do I? Oh, he's a chief. I take it back. Mother. All right. <laughs> Gavin Gibson, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to movie fan Z5026. Certified fresh. Who asked the question? What were your thoughts when you found out on day one of the draft that the Chargers will be playing in the first Thursday night football game on Amazon Prime in week two against Kansas City? Fuck. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I just searched um, movie fan Z5026 was on episode 79. Kevin. Kevin. So as long We're as not Movie Fan calls stickers, you out, you're, you're throwing a sticker. It's coming out of <laughs> your pocket, That's dude. a sticker. <laughs> movie Fan. That hit me out. Okay, so that expletive was not about the Chargers playing Thursday. <laughs> no. Say, like, like, why were you upset? No, but actually that? it was like, fuck <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I'll I, be honest. I, can't wait. I like when I when we were watching it, like I had my TV turned down because I'm talking to you guys like as we're as we're recording the podcast. So I was like, oh, look at that. Austin Eckler and Tony Gonzalez is up there. That's cool. Like, oh, I don't James know why Ebo. they were up there. No, like, yeah. yeah, I was just like, I, I didn't even know what they were talking about. And then I was like, so why were they up there? And you guys were like, no, they're doing the first 30 night football game. I was like, oh, shit. So, yeah, that's freaking exciting to to do the first Thursday night game on Amazon Prime. Like, I'm super jacked about that. It's nice to get our Thursday night game out of the way, too. Done. Not have to get in the middle time. of the season. Guys are all banged up and kind of tired. They don't want that quick turnaround. Uh, it's a bummer that it's in Kansas City because then we have to play Sunday, travel right away on Tuesday or Wednesday, travel on Wednesday. Um, but oh, we got a bunch of vets. They know how to take care of their bodies. It's yeah. still early in the season, so... Uh, yeah, it's going to be that that place is going to be electric. Dude, oh, yeah. we might be coming out of the gates 2 and 0 in like 5 days. Right. Do Sunday, you, Thursday 2 and 0. Boom. You, you feel Lead me? The league. Within yeah, 5 days it. we're 2 and 0. It's good. I would feel good. I would, would feel, feel good. Mighty fine. Um, yeah, we're hype, dude. We're hype movie fans. So, thank you. For yeah. asking the question. Thanks, brother. Welcome back after wow, hundred <laughs> after a hiatus. One, it, dude, it, is this episode one seventy seven? Almost one hundred episodes ago. One <laughs> hundred. Like Welcome Holy back. S- Welcome back. We'll see you in a year. Yeah, yeah. I'll see you in a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you in the next hundred. Um. <laughs> all right. Well, let's move it on now to Alan, who asked the question. <laughs> hey, Charger Chat Pod, <laughs> suggestions for fan focus. Can you guys do a fan focus with the Mrs. Huggins, Kyles, and Kevins? Also, hoo-ha, how about a fan focus with Papa Wooldog? Love the pod, guys. Hoo-ha. <laughs> uh, great question. Gr- this is fun, actually. You know, you I got this tweet, and I reached out to both the wives, and they're in. They were both excited. Yeah. They're yes. pumped. They're yes. ready to come on here and embarrass both Kyle and I. Yeah, so this could should be, be real fun. bad. Yes. You might look at us differently after this is all over. <laughs> yeah, we talk a big game, but we're a couple of softies. <laughs> Bunch of little little <laughs> mice. <laughs> but what, um, what, what about Papa Wooldog? Oh, you he'll get, come on 100%. Cool. 100%. I think, I think in the past, we had him once before. We do, yeah. If you go back a long time ago, we interviewed yeah. our dad and Wolf, Papa Wooldog like the yeah. first seven episodes eight episodes right, yeah 
Yeah, no. so we were we were just scrounging for what do we do? Who do we talk to? No, no, yeah, no chargers will talk to us. Come <laughs> yeah. on. We don't Bubble have anyone on. listening. Yeah. <laughs> but I think if we do that, you need to run the fan focus. You interview Papa Wolf. You interview Oh, absolutely. Dad, yeah. I would totally interview, we'll interview our wives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about we, we're on the same uh, broadcast, Kyle? I'll only ask questions to your wife and I'll pretend my wife isn't there. You yeah, ask like per- a- questions to my wife oh. and we'll Chris just cross. a Brady Bunch we'll, kind of thing. We'll cross yeah. it. Yeah. Alternate universe. <laughs> Brady Bunch it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Alan, we'll totally do that. Thank you for Great asking suggestion. the question. Yeah. No, honestly, it never came to mind, but it <laughs> might be entertaining. It. Yeah. it might be. Tune in to find out. <laughs> yeah. uh, but let's uh, go out of Ask Bowl Fam with Cerberus21, nice. who asked the question. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Since there's not really too much to discuss till the start of our training camps and whatnot, figure I'd ask about something that all the Charger Chat fans should know. I've never heard the story myself, so I'm itching to know. Mr. Kev Hogan Duggan, would you be so kind as to tell the good people of the CC podcast how Kale of You Buy originated? (laughs) I hear there's a lot of drinking involved, and that's Uh, my kind of story. And a follow-up question, especially if Kevin isn't present this week or has garbage reception in Romania still (laughs) what's the word on this potential Charger Chat Fantasy Football League? Both my co-workers and friends either don't want to do it or suck big blue balls at (laughs) updating the rosters and lineups, making the game pointless and stripped of any and all fun. Would love to get one or multiple leagues going with all these wonderful people who participate and listen. Funniest shit I ever hear Tuesday and always look forward to it. Anyway, that's all I've got for today. Go away now. <laughs> it's like an orange on a tip. <laughs> Ogres Don't have get. layers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get. Head, paper, new. New. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, Caleb, you buy. What was the origin story of that? Okay, this is early. Um, we, yeah. I was, I was in London, and when you finish a project, <laughs> usually they There's... have a thing called a rap party. <laughs> okay, so this slow was... it down, Kevin. You're you're talking too fast. <laughs> yeah, what? There's a thing called a. I'm, I'm letting people party. laugh through the moments. It's yes. called timing. It. I'm working on uh, it. Um, working on it. I'm working on my timing. <laughs> but we did a we did a rap party, and I you know I didn't realize I was going to get to where I got, and we still had to record a podcast. This is episode like 40, 30. I don't it remember where it was. Yeah, but I showed early. up like should not have been talking to anyone. <laughs> At all, well, just not recorded. And definitely sure. not recorded. And right. I, I would have yeah. been embarrassed if somebody would have told me like I was recording at that. Like anybody had a conversation with me. So what <laughs> happens when I hang up with my wife? Like instant, I just say, you know, when when I'm done having a conversation, I'll just say, "Kill, love you, bye." Mm-hmm. That's just how that yeah, happens. It's just, and it was organic. Just it was like, like, Kyle said something really fucking stupid, and I just say, "Kill, love you, bye." That's just <laughs> what happened. I'm <laughs> pretty was, sure that's yeah. what happened. Yeah, it, it was something. You guys were having an argument about something. Kyle was. No, I know, yes. right? It's it's so hard to believe. But you guys were having an argument about something, and Kevin was just, just he was doing that stop, just, stop. Yeah. You just wanted to hang up the phone. I just didn't yeah. want to talk about it anymore because you were probably yeah. right, right? Yeah. And 
and we were, but it wasn't like it was the end of the podcast. It was like mid podcast. It just got started. It's just like, okay, love you. Bye. It's like, wait a minute. We still have the rest of the show to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, uh, and I have, uh, I listened back to that episode and realized drinking and podcasting do not mix. So I don't do that anymore. I think depends on who you ask, sir. Yeah. Uh, for me, I am not, I cannot go crazy. Well, we now have a lifelong tagline. You're welcome. Thanks, I guess that's right. I guess. Yeah. That's, come on, buddy. All right. I don't remember any positive. of the stupid stuff you said. I guess on that if I wouldn't episode, have gotten stupid, got we wouldn't have K Love You Bye. That's exactly. Our, our right. Tagline. So I guess exactly. you're right. Exactly. Yeah. We so wouldn't have a bunch of middle aged get... men saying K Love You Bye to each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the positivity, though. A, a, yeah. a negative thing turned into the most ultimately positive thing. And I, exactly. I'm so proud of that. Love. Uh, You're only... Spreading love through Kevin's stupidity. Exactly. And it Thanks. only happens here exactly. on the Charger <laughs> Chat podcast. So yeah. shut up, Kyle. Um, all right. Well, Cerberus21, thank you for no. asking the question. Fantasy football. There's more. Oh, fantasy yeah, football. Fantasy Excuse football. me. Excuse me. Okay. Love you, guys, I've been I've been thinking about a way, a way to do this. I think we should just do it through our um website, through the Charger Chat Pod website. Um, Are you, you going be a, to set that up? No, 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 no. I'm so wait, you so wait. You, do. you have this great idea that somebody else can coordinate. No, no, no. I'm just saying, if you want to be involved, you have to be a part of our website. <laughs> okay, that's okay. all I'm saying. I see what you're yeah. doing. Uh, there's a part of me that love would love to get like a 14 man league together and play mm -hmm. it the way we usually do because that's how I know how to play fantasy football. So maybe we could do something like that. There's also like a, you can set up a league where you can do like weekly, weekly head to head yeah. matches. So we still have some time to figure it out. I, I had a couple people reach out and, and throw me some ideas. I'm 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 a squirrel with this stuff. So just feed <laughs> me. I'm gonna just nuts. jam them in the cheeks. Jam nuts in his mouth. <laughs> just jam right, nuts in my mouth, right. and we'll see which one sticks. <laughs> Caleb, you bye. Caleb, you bye. <laughs> All right, uh, folks. Well, Cerberus21, I hope that answered your question. Yeah. And thank nope. you for asking it. And thank you, everybody. Sure I walk into these the worst scenarios all the yeah, time. Yeah, I love it when you know you're about to do it. You just I let don't it go. Care. Anyway. Let's go. Yeah. Let it rip. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for asking questions and Ask Bold Fam. That's going to do it for this episode of Charger Chat. Uh, any any bolt predictions or, or final thoughts, gentlemen? Kyle's going to message Kyle Van Noy and secure a date that we can have an interview. That's my bolt prediction for this week. Well, the hard part is making sure that you can be a part of it, Mr. Romania. Oh, I will. I will do whatever it takes. If you get him okay. and it's 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m. here, I will, I'll wake up. But where I won't go to sleep and I'll out. just be I'll, I'll throw a few back until 5, 6 a.m. and then we'll be good and I'll just be bad sloppy at work. Yeah. All right. right. So there you go, folks. Bold prediction. Kyle Van Noy. Some point, sometime, somewhere on this episode. But uh, that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. And now, a word from our sponsors. Remember corduroys? Are they still a thing? Find out at Van Noy's Corduroys. See the wide array of colors we have in stock, like black, brown, and when you really want to make a statement, maroon. Come on down and get yourself a pair of the loudest pants today at Van Noy's Corduroys. Open every other day.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to Prime Video's Culture Rated Collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.